I don't care who you are in this entire world. If you want to set yourself up for success, you've got to, at some point, look at removing distractions. Hello, hello, this is Laura Pereca, and I'm so glad you're here. The individuals I have taught and mentored show us that success is found when we choose to pursue our dreams, listen more deeply, and show up more fully. And one way you can show up more fully is to remove distractions from your life. So why not start now? As if we haven't already done it at some point in our lives. Let's take a look at this now, today. There's some small, simple ways you can remove distractions. Let me give you an example. Uh, whenever in the past I would go on any kind of special diet, you know, I was going to go from eating meat to being a vegetarian or from being a vegetarian to being vegan or from eating uh, junk food to just eating healthy food that is like plant-based or, you know, from the healthy parts of the grocery store, not the interior part that has like all the sugar and preservatives and boxed foods and canned foods. Whenever I was doing that, I would always go to my pantry and remove distractions. I would go in there and get all of the non-foods, all of the things that were against what I was trying to do. For example, if it was January of any certain year and I decided, okay, no sugar this month or no caffeine or you know whatever I was doing to move myself in a healthier direction, I would remove those distractions. Now it's to the point where I can never go into my pantry and do that because it's already nothing but healthy stuff. I mean, sometimes I'm digging through there trying to see, is there anything, anything unhealthy? If I get, you know, I don't know if I've had, you know, too much sweets and I just get that sweet tooth or something like that. Here's the point. We have to, we really have to, if we want to make it easier for ourselves, remove distractions. And I'm not just talking about in your pantry. What about Spring cleaning. Have you ever heard of that? When I was young, my grandparents would always do spring cleaning. Once a year, they just really clean that house. And it was a way of getting rid of old stuff, junk, things that you don't need, and including dirt and dust and, you know, that kind of stuff. And here's what happens when you remove all that stuff, you have space, you have freedom, really, to even think better. Did you know you can think better if your environment is organized? It's true. There's less stuff taking up space in your brain because there's less visuals, less things to trip over. And we're not just talking about material objects. Even in your mind, you can declutter your mind. There are probably a few episodes you could look back on to help you with that because we need to take control of our mind. And yep, it can get full of stuff. It can really get full of stuff. I think the goal really is, tell me if this resonates with you, to feel more alive, to be more creative, to definitely be more engaged with whoever you're spending time with, your environment, your community, uh, even in a global scale. If you are moving it from, you know, the small self to the bigger and bigger and bigger, uh, backing up and looking at a bigger picture, you know, those that have the most influence have a global influence. And uh, so being engaged could even be you spending more time petting your cat or taking your dog for a walk. You know, that is more engagement. And contributing, finally, contributing. 
Things that make us more able to contribute are good for us. It feels good when you're helping others, when you're doing things to contribute. So would you say those, that's a good uh, metrics to use? What makes you feel more alive? What makes you able to be more creative, more engaged, and able to, commu- uh, excuse me, able to contribute more? I was going to say communicate, but that's a part of it. So think about those four. Okay, so now, for me or for anyone who's trying to be healthier and you're going to kind of clean out that pantry or that refrigerator or that freezer from that old stuff with freezer burn, you know, what makes you feel more able to be alive, creative, engaged, or contributing? You know, if you are sluggish because you're eating the wrong foods, you ain't going to have much to give. You know, um, how does that old song go? And um, if that, you are the salt of the earth, but if that salt ain't got no flavor, it ain't got much in its favor. (laughs) You can't have that fault and be the salt of the earth. So if you're going to feel more alive and have the ability to be more creative and more engaged, yeah, you need to eat the right food. So get in there and clean out that freezer, clean out that fridge and clean out that pantry. But the spring cleaning goes further than that. You can expand it from the pantry and the kitchen to the whole house or even your whole neighborhood. Have you ever gone and helped uh, do a service project where you're cleaning up? Makes you feel good. What about cleaning up your thoughts? You can. I've had too many people tell me, you know, our feelings are our feelings and our thoughts are our thoughts and that's that. And it's not true. You can have full control or at least almost, at least 98, 99% control of your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. And it all starts with the thoughts. We need to decide not to think, you know, let's say you start thinking some negative thoughts. Yeah, maybe you can't control them popping in your head, but you can control whether you continue to focus on them or not. You can say, delete, delete, and just move your mind to thinking about something else. The more you practice it, the better you'll get at it. So we want to remove distractions from our brain. We want to remove distractions from our environment. What else? Have you any friends that you might need to remove from your environment? (laughs) Sometimes some of our friends, we need to do some spring cleaning with our friendships. Some of our friends are not good for us. They're time wasters, they're distracting, and they keep us from living a rich, full life. Now, if you have no friends, then probably that statement did not resonate with you. However, some of us, we hang on to, I don't know, conversations and time with people that standing around the, even if it's standing around the water cooler or the coffee machine at work, if you have a job, sometimes you really got to take a look at it and say, you know what? These are distractors. This is distracting me from my work, distracting me from my life, my livelihood, And the older you get, the more you'll realize you ain't got time to waste. Ain't nobody got time for that. Now, talking about feeling alive and creative and engaged and contributing, what are your daily habits? Let's take a look at how we might spring clean some of those. (laughs) Maybe move some distractions. For me, I've come upon this habit of getting up early in the morning and going out for a walk where I can be energized because I get oxygenation 
as I walk briskly, where I can have some gratitude practice and think of all the things I'm grateful for, where I can be grateful for things that haven't even happened yet. And yes, that's about controlling our mind and our thoughts, thinking good thoughts about the future. And then also affirmations, reaffirming to myself that I'm confident, creative, aware, strong, sexy, slender, Felt vivacious, healthy, and strong. That's right. <laughs> you can get into a groove as you're walking and saying those words. Now, in my daily habits, if I had something interfering with that walk in the morning, I got to remove those distractions. For example, one of them might be the distraction of waking up and something else being more appealing. How do I avoid that? I make sure I've got my clothes right there on the dresser, ready to go. My shoes are there. My water is there to have a, you know, at least four or five ounces quick drink before I head out the door. Because it's not a long time. I only take about 15, sometimes 30 minutes. But it gets me going in the morning and elevates my vibration, makes me happier. And, and I need to make sure that there aren't any distractions to keep me from that. So I have to be proactive. Another daily habit of mine is meditating in the evening. Now, there have been some distractions that have interfered with that, and that has been oh, once or twice a week watching TV too late. So then I go to meditate, and I'm like falling asleep during the meditation, which is not the best practice. <laughs> you really want to be awake while you're thinking about these things that you're meditating on. Another daily habit I have is learning. I don't let things get in the way of that, but sometimes they do. So what distractions can I remove? Well, for one is the phone. I do not have my phone around me at all times, especially when I'm getting ready for bed at night. I leave it out of the bedroom. It does not come in there with me because it is a big distraction. I decide to go swiping along on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and, or LinkedIn. And before you know it, where'd the time go, right? See, so for me, removing distractions includes things like that. Uh, reading, I have a reading partner every day. And I have found that because we don't have a certain time that we can read every day, she has two days a week that we have to meet at a different time. It really messes me up with, uh, it's a distraction because I'm not like saying, okay, at this time, every day we will read. And of course, you know, life happens and things happen on my end too. So to remove those distractions, hmm, I haven't even done that. That's an area I need to work on. Do you have weekly habits? Are there things you do every week? Maybe you could take a look at those and see if there are any distractions you can remove so you can feel more alive, be more creative, be more engaged, and more contributing. You see, if we're going to set ourselves up for success, we've got to look at those habits. We really do. If you're doing these things that are distracting you, well, that's not going to help you to live your best life now. But if you take a look at them and be proactive, then you've got a better chance at it, right? So it's about focusing. And focus is difficult when we have distractions all around us. Just think about if, um, I, where was I? Today I went to a store to buy some printer paper and stuff like that. And there was a very distracting sound. It was a baby crying a few aisles over. And that baby cried and she cried and she cried. She cried for quite a while and that was very distracting. Do you have distracting things like that in your life? Maybe a neighbor's dog that barks incessantly. 
maybe you have children of your own that are very distracting. Well, you need to pay attention to how you can remove distractions from your work time, your meditation time, the things that you need to focus on, those things that are important to you. So what can you minimize? What can you scale back, right? Sooner than later. Because you can't just, you know, say, okay, I'm not going to do anything except for this one thing that's so important to me because, you know, life gets in the way. So, but you can prioritize things. You can look at the things you need to remove um, and looking at your habits and all and seeing how can you be proactive. You can set yourself up for success. You can declutter. What can you leave out of your life? I've had to drop some friendships. I have because they were not serving me. They were keeping me small. They were encouraging me to be petty and small-minded and rehash the bad things that had happened to me that day or that week or that month. And I found that I wasn't strong enough in (laughs) changing those habits because old habits die hard. I wasn't able at the time or maybe just motivated enough to take that extra effort Because, like I said, old habits die hard. And with certain friends, that's what they're there for. They they really want to hear all the bad things so they can help you feel miserable about it. And if it's just too hard for you to break an old pattern, I'd say then move away from it, at least for a while. And then you can reestablish a relationship with some new habits. So there are things that, obviously, when you're looking at stuff, you're going to want to keep. Like, for example... Exercise. Obviously, I don't want to remove exercise from my life. That's not a distraction. I want to remove the things that are distracting from my ability to exercise. But you got to really take a look at, I would say, take a look at your whole day. What do you do from morning to night? And like I said, take a look at the things that you might only do on a weekly basis. I get a lot of joy out of eating out once or twice a week. So that's something that I'm going to keep. Unless I'm on a deadline where I say, no, I have to get this done in the next week or two. And I say, no, I can't afford the time to go out, drive somewhere, sit down, eat, pay for it, leave, come back. No, if there's a specific reason where I don't want to spend that time, then I will take that as a distraction and remove it from my life. But in general, if I get a lot of joy out of going out to eat for either breakfast or lunch or dinner or even just a coffee date with a friend, and I like to do that twice a week, well, I'm going to keep that because joy is important to me. Meaning is important to me too. I do my podcast episode almost religiously on Sunday evenings, sometimes on a Monday or Tuesday, but at least once a week because that brings meaning to my life. That is an important part of my life that I don't consider that a distraction from, what is it a distraction from? What else would I be doing on a Sunday evening? (laughs) For me, that's it. That's what I want to do to end up my week with what's been going on in my head What can I share with others that will make their lives better? Um, It's all about focus. If you do not focus, if you do not have a decision that this is going to be important to you and you are going to be a lifelong learner, well, obviously, if you didn't, you wouldn't be here because we are all lifelong learners in this journey, aren't we? Well, but for those that aren't, because there are many people that really aren't growing 
Well, they just aren't going to remove any distractions from their lives. And what do you think happens after five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? Have you ever seen a hoarder's house? All that stuff in there taking up space is also taking up space in their mind, in their ability to be creative. You might look around the room right now and say, what doesn't serve me in this room right here, right now, that I can remove and feel productive and feel more powerful and more in control of my environment? You might want to do that right now. Just look around and see, is there something you can remove that is just distracting? Hmm. It doesn't matter how far you may feel you are from living your best life now. The more out of focus your path may seem right now, the better you're going to feel as it becomes clear. (laughs) The more um, distractions there are around you, the better you're going to feel when you remove them. The more mind viruses you have about things you think you can't do or that you're not good enough or not worthy, the better you're going to feel when you get rid of those. Trust me, I know. (laughs) I've been there. And as I say many a time, let my long, curvy, crazy road lead to your quick little shortcut. Talk to you again soon. And if you know anyone that could benefit from hearing this, please uh, share because sharing is caring. Talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.